pop like culture the, cake. Is this is this an official pop culture cake record? You've already started. I saw what you did. So yeah, this is an official intro. Wow. Oh no. Oh no. We it's can't. like a special edition. We could just cut it off right there. It's like a thirty-second recording. Yeah, we we won't we won't even. It'll start off just like this. Um, This is a special edition of Pop Culture uh, Cake, where we are all in person again. And um, actually, I might release this before the Wonder Woman uh, Baby Driver podcast. It'll be really really fucky because anyway, just follow my our our release continuity. Don't question things. We started with episode four because that was the most important story to tell. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Adam uh, went on a trip uh, from. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna let him tell you about it. Yeah. All right. Well, I set out. Oh my goodness! Almost two weeks ago now from Kansas City, in Kansas, and drove towards Pennsylvania, where I met up with what is my homeland and all the people therein because I was fortunate enough to be able to see my oldest niece graduate, which was a really fun thing. And that's also scary because my oldest niece is graduating. Makes me feel old. To be clear, graduated from high school? Yes, high school. Okay, okay. Yeah. But that was fun, and then I was able to start heading south. My first stop was through several states that I've been through already, but I stopped in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which was a place I'd never been before. And for those of you who don't know, Chattanooga was the site of a major civil war battle back in the day. So it's got a lot of history and it's a fairly interesting place to visit. And I love the Appalachian Mountains. And I had the route I took down through just was an entire trip through the Appalachian Mountains, the Blue Ridge Mountains. I got to see West Virginia, a bit of Kentucky and a whole bunch of other places. So that was really neat. Uh, then I was heading southwards again to meet up with Steve here in New Orleans, which took me through Georgia and Alabama and Mississippi and Louisiana, almost the, the vast lengths of both all of those states, except for Georgia, which was just the top corner. But that was really neat, too, because these were places I'd never been to before, whereas I had been in almost all of the East Coast. And Alabama and Mississippi were surprisingly welcoming people. I really enjoyed visiting with them, and I had a fun game I was playing, which was, let's track how the accents are changing as I move south. <laughs> and I was really, I was, I was amusing myself quite a bit. Because, you see, a long road trip by yourself, you have to make up these games. But, yeah. Uh, Steve, tell me about your, about your, your flight. Oh, all right. Well, so I... Unlike Adam, I did not drive across the great United States. I just flew to the interesting part. Yeah, you took a shortcut. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, unlike Adam, have very little interest in the Civil War and historical things like that. So I flew straight to New Orleans to catch up with Adam. Also because I work, you know, like a regular 9 to 5. No, you work too. Let it be known. Let the record state Adam works too. But he had a long stretch of time off because it is the summer and he is an academic and I am a corporate wage slave so obviously i have to like barter in company script for time away from my desk anyway just kidding i love my job anyway so i flew to new orleans um on thursday the 29th the 29th Ooh, good now there's a deadline to post this so it's still topical um so yeah i flew to new orleans and adam and i spent a spent a solid day 
wandering around uh, New Orleans and trying to hit the interesting districts to us, which were the French Quarter, because we had never been there before and we had to go. And also Adam really wanted to see the Garden District and make it to the Lafayette Cemetery Number 1, which is, again, a place steeped in deep, deep Southern history. Um, and so we approached this very smart, I would think, very tactically. We found a casino, which had bathrooms, air conditioning, and water fountains, and we lived kind of like vagrants, heading out into town, doing a thing, wandering back to the casino, resting our weary bodies, and then heading out again. And I think we got a fairly good slice of the city, right? We did we did some of the touristy, oh, you've got to do it things, and some of the more hole-in-the-wall things. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I had never been to New Orleans, and I, I have I have very little information about the South aside from like the Disneyland area, and I haven't been there. And you know, Disneyland like is in California. Decade. <sighs> I, I actually never know which ones which, so I just say I, I go to Florida. Thank you. Yeah, Florida Disney compound. Yeah, Florida Disney purchasing. Uh, like mega center yeah. capitalist mecca yeah you walk in and, and it, on a conveyor belt and it just strips you of all your <laughs> monetary value it strips you of all your money and gives you a souvenir photo yeah it, shoot, it shoots you out covered in, in like mickey mouse memorabilia why don't you tell us how you really feel about disney world i love it <laughs> yeah it's it's really <laughs> you just wanted to seem cool it's, with all yeah, it's really people. fun it's a good place to visit yeah i just want to be anti-it but really i love standing in, in lines in do the you sun. i do oh. or having to pay hundreds of extra dollars for a magic bracelet that lets me cut in line. I like the magic bracelet. The magic bracelet makes it actually bearable. But I don't like rides, so... Well, yeah, what do you they, even do? I like... Okay, so the thing... What I like about... Now, now we're talking about Disney World. Well, yeah, yeah, this is how you fluff. So I like about, <laughs> what I like about Disney World is that... Um, like, you go to, like, the future quarter of it or whatever. I can't remember the names. Uh, Tomorrowland, I think. Epcot? No. No, Tomorrowland Epcot. is a thing. Is it? It sounds like a thing. It is tomorrow. I mean, they had the movie Tomorrowland based on the... Based upon the area yeah. in Disney? Yeah. Disney yeah. yeah. I mean, they did that with Pirates of Caribbean. Why can't they do that with yeah. Tomorrowland? But that was at least a ride. There was, like, action. How do you know? There are rides in Tomorrowland. Yeah. One, one of them is, like, the one ride I picked was, and, and you can write in if I'm wrong, but it, it was, like, you sat in a circle around this tube, and we were making contact with an alien race, and the alien race was trying to transport their leader and accidentally targeted and transported like an alpha predator from a different planet. And That happens to me every Thursday. Well, you know, when you're incompetent, Adam. Yeah, I know. I oh, <laughs> got him. So this alpha predator is like essentially a giant scyther, but you don't really see it. And it, it like breaks through the glass. The chairs have like sp little sprays of water and hot air. And it... Anyway, I, I was a little kid and I was terrified because I don't like rides. And I thought that this would be cool and it was actually terrifying um, anyway what I like about those places is that um, when you go to an area like Tomorrowland all of the effort they put in to make it look like the future I like being like essentially on a set you know what I mean like I would love to go to um, Universal I think it's Universal that has the Harry Potter yes it is because that I want to fucking walk down Diagon Alley that shit's look badass even if I have to sit, wait 20 minutes to get a fucking wand I want to get a wand on a weird crooked street with like curves and dragons. I, I just love it. That's what and I a love. butter beer. Don't forget your butter beer. Oh my god, butter beer apparently is really good. They were able to create some kind of 
like butterscotch. I don't know. I'll look it up later. You can look it up right now. I, I don't. I don't have. A, I don't really have much of an interest. In Harry Potter? Like, I would I would go. Don't get me wrong. But you don't have an interest in Harry Potter. I don't have an interest in Butterbeer. Oh, I thought you, you, you do want a wand, though. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So you want to be, like, sorted. You just don't want Butterbeer. Yeah, that was all. I just didn't care. Like, it sounds like it's really sugary and gross. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. 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 You, only, you, only get, you only drink, like, one sip. Yeah, it's yeah. like a 600-calorie uh, beverage or Oh, Jesus like Christ. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like a it's, milkshake. It's made of butter. Is it really though? No, it's butterscotch. It's butterscotch. But what's the difference? It's something. It's something. It's I don't even know what it is, but it's serious. It yeah. doesn't taste exactly like butterscotch. Let's put it that way. Okay. Well, maybe I would try a sip. Okay. Yeah, oh get... wow! Thanks for being so generous with us. <laughs> well, no, your I time was just in your palate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what did you what did you guys do in uh, New Orleans, Adam? Uh, well, in addition to what Steve already mentioned, uh, using the casino as a base of operations, we had some amazing food. We sampled a lot of local cuisine. I had some of the best jambalaya I've ever had in the world. And Steve had everything. He, mm-hmm. he, he had a sampler plate that literally was like, what is the Just flavors of New Orleans, please? Which seemed to be really good. Yeah, for $14 American. Yeah. I got it. I pretty much did it all. Yeah. And so, I mean, we also got to see their aquarium because it got really, really hot around 3 o'clock. And we hid inside for a while. But, and then after that we get i mean the garden district in particular was fun because we couldn't really get there easily so i just started walking and tricked steve into walking about an hour <laughs> into new orleans you yeah you tricked uh you just kept following me yeah that, that's enough silly adam tricks are for kids i knew where we were going did you yeah good <laughs> so I mean, like they are obviously they're obviously slightly subpar travel buddies because this is like the fifth day they've been on the road together and they're already done yeah oh i can't wait to go home oh, just emotionally no. done yeah just oh man but adam is devastated <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny oh man but then uh after we left new orleans which was really fun but i wish we would have had more time and gotten to see more things because we really wanted to get over to houston and visit our good pal brent hey it's a me Brennio? Brennio, hey. But one of my favorite things on the trip over was Steve's comment of just, there is so much America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But really, he meant there was so much Texas. No, we no this was Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. We were still driving out of Louisiana. Well, By the time I was like, holy crap, this so like, is like a whole other biome in the country. Because background, I was born and raised in New England. I went to college in Pennsylvania. I went to grad school in Indiana, and then I kind of like just turned around. I was like, oh, I've gone too far. There's nothing interesting here. Oh, poor Indiana. I, well, I, Indiana was great. You know, Purdue University was like enough interesting stuff in an area, but you leave that and it's just corn. Yeah, that seems bad. And Indianapolis. That's true. But corn. <laughs> it's actually, Indianapolis is made out of like really compacted corn. Yeah, just a I bunch of corn stalks. I don't know about that. I feel like this is science, and that... That's why, uh, that's why it blows down every time wind comes through. No, but it doesn't. How do you know? I mean, there are tornadoes, but I think those history, destroy, like, I real think, buildings. I think yeah. history will Made vindicate me. <laughs> <laughs> like, one, like, like, there'll be some guy with a sledgehammer, and he'll hit a wall, and... It'll and just reveal that it's just insulated with corn. Like it starts like, pouring yeah. out. Uh, but, so, since I really want to provoke fights on the podcast, I will say that I think the food in Houston was better. 
okay. New Orleans. You didn't. We didn't get as many samples of the food in New Orleans as we did in Houston. That seems oh, like a skewed Adam with his logic. Data. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, if anyone ever listens to this, they're gonna be like, this fucking New England guy is telling me where the best food in the South is. I don't think so. And it's in Houston. Oh, that's I'll and it's you. in Houston. So that's I'll the you. fight you're interested yeah. in. No, I didn't expect for. you to fight. Oh, me. I was like, no, no. no. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll double that. It's definitely in Houston. Well, they're also just different types of food. Yeah, we have a wider variety, yeah. which is better. I mean, it can be if that's your thing. Or if you are all about jambalaya, just stay in New Orleans. I guess that's true, yeah. I but mean, uh, if we want to be scientific about it, we never had Houston jambalaya. Yes, but I don't trust it. No, but I mean, it's right. we're right I next to Louisiana. You, yeah, it really boils down to him having a lack of trust for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, I, I think we were all jambalaya'd out. Yeah, like we had true. a limited number of meals. Yeah, we had to be specific with our choices. Yeah. But uh, on the trip across Louisiana, I I think the most interesting part for me was the bridge that was like a sixty mile experience across a bayou. It was just it just kept going and going, and I was like arguing with Steve along the way. I was like, hmm, why did they build a bridge over this instead of going around it? But Steve made a good point about it. Oh, I mean, just that I think the concrete pylons were less disruptive to the ecosystems in the bayou. Uh, and for once in our life as a species, we were like, maybe let's not just steamroll this chunk of nature in exchange for a highway. Right. And one of the first things we did when entering Texas was visit the local sensation, Bucky's. Yeah, which is uh for those of you not listening from the south or wherever or from Bucky, Houston, wherever buckies are sold yeah, big big buckies is in big buckies big buckies but it's a gigantic gas station like a 50 50 cars can be gassing up simultaneously and it's about the size of a, like a new england walmart but in gas station form i want to always measure buildings by new england walmarts oh but that's our new standard of measure <laughs> yeah well, How tall is that building? It's about four New England Walmarts high and about two New England Walmarts wide. You guys need to come to like my hometown in rural Connecticut, and you'll see like what I'm what I'm measuring this by, and you'll be like, "Yeah, this is about the size of a Bucky's," like, <laughs> or "Is Bucky's about the size of this?" I think the New England Walmarts were probably there first. But how about the bathrooms? Apparently, one of the great attractions about of Bucky's, as we've been told by the Houstonians, is that uh, they they have clean bathrooms. And I will admit, they were they were numerous, and they were fairly clean. It's not just clean, Adam. It is it is a luxurious bathroom experience. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna break it down for everyone here. There you, you walk go. in to a like a floor to ceiling stall. Like there is no opportunity for like weird eye contact with people, which is which I mean, Brent's Brent's girlfriend Alex was like. This is a great. This is a great extra thing. I guess in the men's room, it's not as much weird eye contact through I the stalls. There's eye contact isn't even allowed. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. But anyway, so you go into there, and if you look above the toilet, there's not there's not the like paper seat cover. There's like a toilet seat disinfecting foam that you can dispense if you believe that the toilet seat is not to your liking, and then, and then. The lock has one of those cool things like on an airplane one where like you turn the lock and it says occupied so like people don't knock or bother you. You get some time to yourself. Bathroom is clean. And then on your way out, as you're about to actuate that knob again, you're like, wait, world. My hands are probably dirty. 
there's hand sanitizer inside each and every one of those stalls, ladies and gentlemen. And if that wasn't enough, there's also all the snacks you could possibly desire. Not in the bathroom, though. I just want to be clear. The snacks <laughs> yeah, are yeah, separated from the bathroom. Once, once you have left the bathroom, preferably having washed your hands and sanitized them so that you're not killing everyone else around you, uh, there's all kinds of snacks and paraphernalia that have Bucky the Beaver on them so that you can go crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's an icon. He's like our religious. He's a natu- national treasure. No, and beyond a, that, he's a spiritual treasure? leader. <laughs> <laughs> they have like mugs and, and shit with him on it. But they have all, all kinds of gaudy like Texas belts with big belt buckles. And I, I had actually made a mistake. I had told them to, they had asked like, what's the one thing you need to get? And I, I had meant to say beaver nuggets, which are these like uh, puff honey, like like a, almost like a, you could eat it like a breakfast cereal, but it's dry. Hmm. And I told him to get, uh, I told him to get Bucky nuts instead. Which you got both of the words wrong. I mean, yeah, but they're like adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> but the nuts were good for what yeah, it was. Yeah, nice. Some nice pretty good. Yeah. yeah, well, we we're real famous for our pecans. Uh, I'll, I'll just say that about anything, honestly. We're famous for we're famous for Bucky. We're famous <laughs> we're, for pecans. We're famous for our, we're famous for concrete. Our concrete's the best concrete. It's gonna be. It's gonna be huge. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that was actually before we got into Houston proper or in, in its surrounding metro area. Then we finally, finally made it to Brent, and oh, but what happened? What happened? <laughs> what y'all, y'all were delayed. Let's let's talk about what happened there. Oh, yes. So our hotel's address is a series of numbers and then a highway. Yeah. Which is new to me because where I'm from, all the roads have you know like a whole pedigree. But anyway, so. We get it. You're from New England. <laughs> so we punch in the address. They only have four roads. <laughs> and they each have a long and storied history. Many of them with Civil War and Revolutionary veterans buried in them. There you go. So we punch it into the GPS, and we immediately notice that there are two, count them, two versions of this address. There is one in Texas City, Texas, and one in Missouri, Missouri City, Texas. Which, for those of you who are not familiar with the greater Houston metropolitan area, those objects are sort of, or those two towns are in the bottom right and bottom left corner of the metropolitan area, which is gigantic. Yeah, it's fast. It's Very the size fast. of Connecticut, right? Is that what? I don't know if that's But true it or seems not. a little. It's a lot. It's huge. It's big. And so, as a result, we, uh, we very carefully select the Missouri City option and then go driving. And after about an hour of driving, we find ourselves at an abandoned car dealership on a, like, tumbleweedy dirt road in the middle of Texas. Car (laughs) dealership! And we discover, much to our horror, that that there is no hotel there. That that is just an abandoned car dealership. And that we're in Texas City, Texas. We have no idea how this change occurred. We have one supposition, which is when we turned off the toll route option it, it decided to recalculate yeah, it's the like route you're actually going one. to texas city now but that's very possible alternatively uh if anyone listening is a google maps developer if you could chime in and tell us what, what happened what what went wrong there that would be interesting i would i mean computer scientist i'd be interested to know what happens in there yeah uh, but all that aside we turned around and drove for another hour in the exact opposite direction we had been driving and ended up in Missouri City, Texas. And 
that our first adventure out was interesting because a lot of the major roads in Missouri City, Texas were under construction. And we ended up on 59 about four times. Oh, okay, yeah, this is where I fucked up, right? So <laughs> I was taking them to I was taking them to barbecue, and uh, the we were going on 59 South for all of those Houstonians out there. Um, <laughs> I like how it got sultry for the yeah, Houstonians. Yeah, yeah, we got to <laughs> spread the love for the peeps. Um, for the peeps, I was listening to the pop filter. Um, uh, going on 59 South, the to this barbecue place, there is the right exit exit and then there is the very very wrong exit because of all the construction if you take the exit after you can't go back you have to go forward and then back and we did this about three times uh we were in this sort of like like hellish time loop uh where we would just pass rudy's and 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 be unable to get to it (laughs) yeah a couple times I, i i really thought about just like veering off into the dirt and trying to like off road towards Rudy's because I was getting so frustrated, but that was a great first impression uh, for me. <laughs> if it, it makes you feel any better, that's how I handle most of the, most of the time when I'm like, does this parking lot connect to this parking lot? And oh, discover yeah. slowly, You're not so to my that. horror, that they are in no way connected, and a tiny little like concrete island prevents me from going where I need Launch to go. over it. But for what it's worth, Rudy's barbecue was delicious. It was a wonderful experience. We all got a very a, a variety of foods and shared and shared alike, and it was a good introduction to Houston's food and barbecue in general. Yeah, um, I think that I think that we can speak generally about the food that it was pretty okay. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it was I thought right. it was the greatest in the world. Well, that's what I think, but I was trying to, I was trying <laughs> to sell I was trying to sell the blase attitude of some northerners. Like, yeah, it's all right. Oh, okay. Yeah, not, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't New York pizza, I guess. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't New York pizza. It wasn't actually New England clam chowder. So. I, I think they put cheesesteak on their menu, but it definitely wasn't from Philly. Oh, how dare they! It wasn't locally sourced from a Philadelphian. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Philly cheesesteak? No, Philadelphians. Yeah. Badass nailed them on the first try, guys. Well, you had, a, you had like a one in five chance there. <laughs> oh man, but what if I could have been really wrong though? Philadelphia aliens. Philadelphia. Like... Oh, Stinians. No, no <laughs> you can't do that. That's not how that works. Well, all right. If you're so good, Brent, what do you call someone who is from Connecticut? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, from Connecticut. Yes. A Connecticut. Connecticut. Connecticutian. No. I do like Connecticutioner, actually. That was pretty good. That's not correct. For all of you who need to use this word in their lives for whatever really, really specific sad, reason, specific reason up, yeah. it's nutmegger because we are the nutmeg state. No, and because it's, not. it's hard. No, it, it is. is. There's no way to make Connecticuters. Yeah, it into doesn't. Like a word. There's no way it sounds normal, no matter what you put at the end of it. A Connecticut. But I mean, there's also yeah, there's also like weird. someone from Gloucester is like a Glaswegian, like it. That's true. Is Gloucester... Did I say that wrong? I did say that wrong. No, Gloucester. No, Gloucester. Is Gloucester a city in in Connecticut? No. Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of cities in Connecticut. There's a lot of Gloucesters in the United States. There's a lot of Gloucesters. And they're all Glaswegians? I don't know. Technically. That's weird. Texas is easy. We're Texans. Oh, well. Everything's better. Pennsylvanians. What's a Kansan? Kansan. Ah, I, I cobbled it together from raw phonemes a in real sound, time. A Kansan sounds like a alien race that refuses to... Uh, you might want to be careful there. Kansa, we're, we're a Native American tribe. <laughs> the face Adam just gave me. 
Kansan sounds like a, an alien tribe from. Uh... Yep, he's doubling down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it sounds like an alien tribe that refuses to sign a treaty with the banking clan oh, and no. gets obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> and they deserved it too. Yeah. No, they no. all died building the Death Star. No, I thought many was... Kansans died to get it, these plants. It sounds like an alien species that refuses to join the Federation for whatever reason. Oh, so we jumped ship over to Star Trek. Got it. Yeah. That's well, what I was trying to go the whole time, but you kept making it a racial thing. And I <laughs> did not want to. It's, Let well, you do it's, that. It's, it's too late. Okay, well, yeah, but but no no disrespect meant to the great Native American tribes yeah. of, of the entire Americas, uh, let alone the Cans. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly, all have been taken advantage of in a way that can never be recuperated. But let's not make this political. Let's not make this political, Terry. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so um, yeah, so the food was all great, and we got to sample a lot of just a huge variety of it, and we were very thankful for Brent to Brent for taking us to all these places. Uh, best, best food place for you. Best food place. In Houston. That we've actually got to yeah, go we to. Got, well, yeah. Because uh. you can't pick Olive Garden. I was going to. No, Haven't you whole, heard of the yeah. Hold of the Wall? <laughs> the Hold of the Wall local joint, Olive Garden. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I mean, for experience, I would actually say that uh, Piola, the pizza location, was my favorite. Because it was just so, uh, I don't know, whimsical and just came up on its own. Because we were trying to get ramen, but we were we couldn't. Because yeah. of the weight, yeah, and we had the really great waiter there. Exactly, he was he was a he was a sweetheart. So, for you, Steve, he's thinking about it, guys. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's bobbing space. his head. Yeah, bo- like, yeah well, like yeah, a small child. It's the, only, it's the only way to get the neurons <laughs> to connect. Yeah, the visual. <laughs> he's got to roll around that one marble. Yeah, he's got. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's got to wake up that hamster. On yeah, right, exactly. Like you, you, they'll start to you know smell the burning rubber. Uh I would probably say the Korean barbecue was the most satisfying meal I've had here. I had never done a cook-your-own style Korean barbecue, and so Grillmaster Brent got involved and flexed his uh, flexed his grilling muscles. My tong muscles, yeah. Your tong muscles, yeah. yeah. But I thought it was... like I, I, I've had Korean barbecue before, and I loved it, but I liked the sort of social cooking atmosphere that we were able to, to handle in our little grill booth. Yeah, and from what I understand, you know, that, like, really... Eating in South Korea is a very social experience. Like when you mm-hmm. go out with your friends, and <clears throat> it's a beautiful thing. Um, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Okay, now we can talk about the other things you did in Houston. I was gonna say this is not a a story or show about food, but it has been for a bit. Why? Now. <laughs> why not? It has cake in the name. Um, have we ever talked about cake? No, well, you can't. You gotta save it. Like for the last episode, yeah, we just, we just review various kinds of cake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay, but I think I think maybe over time the logo will evolve to like pop culture slash cake. Maybe. Whoa. I don't know if I want to fundamentally change the genre like that, but you never know. Well, I'm I'm just, blow people's minds too hard. Let's see. Uh, one all of the one mo- of our fans. All one of our. Fans. All one of our fans. Yes. <laughs> but uh, one of the more interesting things we did was we were we were trying to be true Texans, so we wanted to shoot some guns in Britain, and so Brent took us to uh, a shooting range here in Houston, and he had his own firearm, and then we rented a couple of others. These were all handguns, and I personally had never shot a handgun before, so luckily Brent was there to be like, "Here's how not to hurt anyone." <laughs> 
I think that you had you would have been able you would have you would have fumbled your way through it without exactly. That is not the right yeah, attitude the, to have with a loaded have, firearm. You, Brent. you would have juggled. You would have juggled your way through it. Yeah, I would, would have, have just have, like swung the gun around wildly. <laughs> Everyone would have been so happy with me. You would have spun it loaded. You'd have been fine. Yeah, right. But Steve, what did you think of that experience? Spun it. Yeah, like you know, like in the For cowboy Robert. movies where you. you okay, well, that's what I mean. It's the, these were all semi-automatic handguns. You could still spin those. Yeah. Why couldn't you spin them? No, but you were talking about spinning the cylinder. On I was no. Not. He was talking about like you. Spin oh, like just oh yeah, like you spin the. Oh, okay. No, I guess you could spin those. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for allowing that. I'll allow it this one time. I mean, I guess it's allowed. Yeah, yeah giving credit. Alternatively, to you could do the thing where you throw throw the uh, throw the magazine in the air and like load oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> would have been cool too. If I if I knew how, I might have tried it. But no. Uh, Steve, Steve. Anyway, no. How I felt about the gun range. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I had not shot guns in a very, you know, in a fairly long time, and I had never like fired handguns at a at a range in such a formal setting. Oh, oh. Yes, yeah. We all had tiaras and suits on, right? Yes, yes. It's like <laughs> a smoking jacket. Oh, I say the gunshot residue. <laughs> uh, no, but I I enjoyed it. I uh, was. Uh, it was nice also to, to start with uh, with Brent's nine millimeter gun and then move up to the uh, to the forty five stuff that we were able to. It was great actually because to nerd out for a hot second. Is it okay if we talk about this? On the, is like the, the the NSA going to get involved? The NRA. NSA. No, this. The, the National Security Advisor. Thank you. Oh well, you should a be agency. more afraid of the NRA. Why? I'm about to nerd out about how cool guns are. Oh, they're going to love you. Yeah, right. exactly. Right? We're going to come. We're they're, gonna, they're not going to. NRA Darlings. The NSA is not going to come find you. This is Texas. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So yeah. as long as it was in Texas. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So Brent Brent has a PPQ in 9mm, and we rented a PPQ in 45, and then also uh, a 1911. Yeah. By Kimber, yeah. By Kimber. That No, that is very true. Yeah. Um, and so it was nice to actually to have the guns chambered differently. And be able to to sort of just appreciate the difference that the that just the ammunition sort of you know the difference between them just in terms of the ammunition and the little bit of interior goodness to make it all work out. But <clears throat> and then to go from from that, which is a composite body weapon, into the uh, 1911, which is all metal. So very fun nerdy things that I'm I'm pulling back the throttle on that one before yeah, that's, that's all right but uh i think actually one of my favorite parts of the experience was uh, we're, we're our neighbors uh, oh yeah the people great. in the range directly next to us were very friendly and they they were having about as much fun as we were and so it turned into a i mean not a party atmosphere but a, a like a cordial uh, block party Social. like we all brought a, a casserole and now we're sharing yeah we all bought a gun and now we're shooting them together. exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah so they, they let me shoot their uh this revolver they had rented, it was like a thirty-eight special or something. I think it, was, it, might, it might have been a plus P. And uh, the weapon was heavy enough that it totally absorbed the recoil, but it was still a little frightening. Uh, and then when we were leaving, they were running a 20-gauge. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, 12. I'm sorry, 12 Not gauge. a 20-gauge. Right, 12. Different animal. My bad. That's true. My bad. Uh, and, then we, and then both times at Piola and at this Top Gun range, we met people who were like, supposedly very into all of our interests and, and chatted with us a lot and it was great to, uh, to have uh, Houston really show show up in terms of friendly uh, you know interactions um, that being said he did drop the magazine 
and he did claim that the PPQ did not come in 45. That is true. <laughs> and then proceeded to give us the rental PPQ in 45. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, he, he also claimed that he just hadn't seen it there before. <laughs> Apparently, it is not a crowd favorite. I don't know. It wasn't his favorite, but it... it, it, it That's it, right. He did, he did naysay that particular firearm. But it's great. Uh, you should get it. Not you, too. But just everyone. Because well, you already have everyone we in can share. Yeah, you can, I guess so. <laughs> well, I'll shoot it together. Everybody hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> like like, like uh, Power Rangers. Yeah, right. I was about to say, like, it's a very Power Rangers moment if we all put our hands on the gun to shoot it. <laughs> um, what else did we do? We did we, we the saw, natural, natural History yes, Museum. Yes, yes. We saw, we went to the Natural uh, Museum. No, the Museum of Natural. That's it. History. And science. And technology. And people. It was a great, it was a great experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you get to see all of it. We did miss out on the Egyptians. Yeah, the ancient Egyptian collection was on the top floor, and we had to go and take care of a puppy. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, no, this is not a complaint. We were, we were very happy to go <laughs> take care of the puppy. Yeah, I mean, it, no, it's an adorable dog. Right. But the museum itself has a wonderful collection. It was actually somewhat larger than the aquarium in New Orleans, which was impressive because aquariums require a lot of space. But uh, I don't know if I have a favorite, but I was, I, the person who did the display and lighting for the gem exhibit in particular really outdid themselves. It, it's a really unique experience if you, if you like looking at shiny rocks, which I do. I think actually just the exhibit design on the whole at this museum was sort of a cut above what I was used to. Uh, also, I mean, because I am a 10-year-old child wearing, the, wearing a suit of an adult man. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed the dinosaur fossil like extravaganza of uh, well, I guess like the fossil record extravaganza. Yeah, right. Because it starts at the oldest fossil record and moves forward. Right. So it goes from like we found these palm fronds from before anything else existed to like dinosaur fights and you know early humanoid yeah. skeletons like chasing mammoths off cliffs and. For those of you that have never been, like it's pretty, it's pretty spectacular. Like there are probably mostly reproductions of fossils, just because of the intricate posing and all sorts of scariness that's going on there. But they're spectacular, and it's a very dynamic exhibit rather than the sort of like Smithsonian, like this is the Brontosaurus as we once called it. Right, and I think one of the strongest aspects of that was that there was there was something at every level of one's mm -hmm. eye. If you looked up, there was something. If you looked straight, there was something. If you looked down, there was information everywhere, and it was you could consume as much or as little as you wanted to engage with the exhibit, which was just means that it was a very successful design. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I I too like I walked in and I was like a small child. I was like dinosaurs, <laughs> <laughs> run in circles, look at all the things. We did not run in a museum because that's not no, allowed. yeah. No, but I mean, okay. I, if I was allowed to, <laughs> I, I would have been as excited. As well, that. I mean, you did do things you weren't allowed to. Yeah, you touched a lot of exhibits. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, we can't confirm nor deny, but he definitely can. No, yeah, actually, confirm. if there's an anonymous actually, tip line, I'm going to throw you under the bus. Why? What are we doing with this bus? That bus that lived in the New Orleans <laughs> hotel parking lot that never moved. It's, it, we did decide it was for throwing people under, and I think Steve has been doing that to me for this whole. Trip. We've been doing it to each other. That is true. They had a giant sloth. Oh yeah, the oh, giant sloth thing was so cool. Yeah, see, like this insane. is us <laughs> yep. in, in a museum. There you go. Um, I think one of the more amusing pieces of just getting to the museum was uh, Alex was with us, Brent's girlfriend, and she said, "So you think like an hour? We'll be here for like an hour?" And Steve and I were like, "Oh no, we're, it's going to take at least two or three, <laughs> preferably." But 
Yeah, so the, you know, pet parenting. Yeah, right. I like I have cats, so it's like I I I just put a bunch of food in their bowl and just laugh. Yeah, dogs just, dogs are a little bit. You more. just disappear for days. Yeah, right. And they and I'm gonna come back and they're gonna be like, sup, <laughs> anyway, and go back to what they were doing. Right. So we we again we understand dogs dogs need to be taken care of. Yep. Yeah. Dogs rule. But I think those were the two major outings because. A lot of the time we just enjoyed spending time with Brent. I also got to try something new because Brent has a hobby. Uh, he has uh, several water pipes that he uses. And I had never interacted with that, that in any capacity. To be clear, they're hookahs. Yeah, that's why yeah, you talk about it. <laughs> well, they are water pipes, but they're not the, they're not of the bong variety. Um, yeah, it's just like it's just a, a hook. You know, I'm sure if you're listening, you know what a hook is. If you don't, Google it. Like I t- can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. it, God, just, crack a book. It's a tobacco thing. Right. But yeah, he 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 was he was a he was a, a he was he was game for it. You know, he he obviously didn't um, smoke as much as Steve and I. But I really do appreciate you trying and giving you know your subjective opinion about it and being really friendly and open and. And in exchange, uh, uh, I have taken all of your nuts. <laughs> what? What? I've stolen them. You out of stole your... the nuts out of my travel bag? I need <laughs> yeah. those for the ride back. That's like, <laughs> it's a, a staple that's, of traveling. That's what, you really, get, yeah. that's what you get for trying new things, Adam. You oh, get your nuts man. taken. Yeah, say goodbye to your high protein snack. But <laughs> the almonds, <laughs> I need those. Have you, have you ever been to a hookah, hookah lounge, Morty? <laughs> get your almonds taken. Man, well, I'm glad you warned me. Now I'll have to stop on the road. Steve, how did you feel about the hookah experience? Oh, so I had, I was introduced to hookah in a very, you know, like, those stores in the mall that sell, like, hookahs and knives and, like, you know, risque novelties. Like, I was introduced at that level, so it was, like, little bowl of, uh, little bowl of shisha, like tinfoil from inside the house stabbed with some holes and then coals and it's it's awful you're pretty much smoking shoelaces at that point to be honest i have learned now with brent and his like actual setup and then brent will admit that he's not even like the top tier hookah enthusiast like he still you know he he was very modest about it and very like oh you know like I, i just you know there's some different kinds of tobacco you can use and stuff like that you know this is kind of what i've discovered and then I'm, you know, so I'm here like, whoa, this is so great. Nah, my insides don't burn. <laughs> <laughs> and Brent sat me down and he rubbed my back and he told me the bad man would never come back. So. <laughs> right. He said he will come back. I lied. Yeah? Yeah. Is, is he sorry. here right now? Oh, wow. <laughs> no. Not, not when I'm nearby. Aw. Yeah, but as soon as you're alone in that airport... Watch yeah. out. Yeah. Watch out for a guy selling subpar hookah supplies. <laughs> He's got to find you. He'll, he'll make eye contact with you and start walking faster. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, but to round out, I mean, again, thank you to all the people of the South who have been so gentle and kind to us. Um, Steve is departing today to head back to New England, but I'm my journey is not yet over. I am heading north now. To Mount Doom. To, uh, yeah, apparently. Not, but that's south if you know your Lord of the Rings, so shh. Anyway, wait, Houston and Mount Doom are in the same universe? Sure. <laughs> well, why did you think the North had Mount Doom in it then? I can confirm that this is true. 
<laughs> They're in the same universe, and Mount Doom is nearby. No, but I mean, what if we were further south than Mount Doom, and you had to go north to Mount Doom? I don't know. That's weird. Well, but I mean, we're like all... We're... Shh, shh. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm going back through Oklahoma. I'll be stopping in Oklahoma City for a day, and then I'll be returning to the mighty Kansas, which is uh, an interesting venture. All right. I'm glad that you guys got to stop by. I hope the rest of your travel goes good. Uh, and that was the special edition of this uh, fucking thing that we did. And at least we didn't talk about BLTs for 18 minutes. So. Whoa! We did talk about everything else. We did oh. still talk about food. We can oh, talk yeah, about you know barbecue what? if you'd like. We did talk about Oh my food. god, get the moist brisket. It's Don't still, believe no, the no, hype. No, we're done.